Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, welcome in episode 76, What's Right with Nick Wright, podcast and YouTube show, our week four NFL gambling show. And listen, here's how this works. We give you five picks a week. We give you one lock. We might give you some exotics. Demonze makes me an offer. We'll more on that stuff later in the show because I actually lost the offer bet to you. Oh. So I owe you $50. We discussed on Thursday's pod. So there's a lot, a, a lot here. We break the games down into four categories. My picks. Stay aways, be carefuls, and perfectly priced. Now, the reason you would listen to me on this is theoretically if I'm making you money. I'm giving out good picks. We can show you my record thus far. It's not great. We've been two and three every godforsaken week. We give you one lock a week in those five. We've missed two in a row. But that's where the real frustration comes. Because two weeks ago, our lock was Baltimore minus three and a half against Miami. And they were up 21 points in the fourth quarter and they blew it. You can start the clock guys. If you want. They blew it. And last week, our lock was San Francisco minus one and a half. And that was as painful of a gambling loss for you. And for me as I've ever had, even when Denver took the lead, the bet was still very live. If San Francisco, if Jimmy G doesn't throw that last pick, Kick a field goal, win by two. So the reason I, while I'm sick to my stomach about it, the reason I don't, I haven't questioned the process is this. Because we have told you to be, oh, and the teaser we gave out last week was, it, it was Philly, which covered, Houston, which covered, and the Chiefs who blew it which is why teasers are there. But here's the thing. If you've been listening to us on this, you've had three weeks of NFL gambling, you are down just three units plus the big. Six wins, nine losses. We should be eight and seven and three and oh on the locks. Our two locks have been our two worst beats of the year. We also got screwed in the Jacksonville game in week one and Carolina game in week one. And we've only really gotten lucky once, and that was the Arizona uh, Vegas game. But the process is sound. We haven't had any true disasters. We just need one outstanding week. 5-0 and might be too much. 4-1 and would be great to be back on track and to really, after the first month of the season, like teams in the NFL, 2-2 two and two after one month, we can deal with. 
If we're around 500 after a month, we can deal with it. So we are giving out five picks this week. They are as follows, and we will explain them as follows. The first one is you got to wake up early to see this game. Minnesota, minus two and a half against New Orleans in London. Demonze, if you remember, when you and I were guessing the lines on Sunday, and you told me, I guessed this line, and you told, I think I said, because you said to me, Minnesota at New Orleans. And I said, I probably Minnesota by about three. You said, yeah, two and a half. And then we realized the game was in London. I don't understand how Minnesota is less than a field goal favorite on a neutral site against a New Orleans team. That that, sucks. That stinks. Jameis Winston, as of today, is yet to practice this week. We'll see. Like, we don't have the latest injury report for Thursday. But didn't practice on Wednesday. Dennis Allen consistently has shown throughout his career he's not an NFL head coach. The skill position guys for the Saints are banged up. Minnesota, on the other hand, it we, we know Kirk Cousins stinks at night. Well, now he gets to play at 6 in the morning. Oh, well, it's not really 6 in the morning, but it's in London. We understand. I think Minnesota's a good team. I have no evidence whatsoever that New Orleans is a good team. New Orleans beat Atlanta by the skin of their teeth in week one, needed a 16-point fourth-quarter comeback. They then got bullied by Tampa and lost, I would say, convincingly to Carolina, a game that at one point was 22-7 to against Carolina, which is not proven to be good. I think Minnesota is a good team. I think New Orleans is not a good team. I'm laying less than a field goal. I really like this game. Minnesota, minus two and a half against New Orleans in London. That's pick one. I almost made it our lock of the week. I didn't quite do that, to be totally honest, because this isn't really sound logically, but it's the first, it's the 9 a.m. start time or whatever it is. I don't want to risk losing my lock before the NFL actually gets going. I would just put such a damper on my day. (laughs) I don't want to risk it. All right, now, we are yet to include a Chiefs game in any of our picks. However, if you remember our analysis so far, in discussing the Chiefs games, we said in week one, we expect the Chiefs to be winning by double digits, but we didn't want to lay, I think it was six against Arizona because they won't quit. They could backdoor cover. They didn't quit. They did score a bunch late. The Chiefs were up just up by like 30, though. So the analysis was sound there. Week two. We said Kansas City minus three, we we liked. Kansas City minus three and a half or four against the Chargers, we wanted to stay away from. The Chiefs won by three. Week three, we included the Chiefs in the be careful area because it felt like a little too easy of a line. The Colts stink. The Chiefs are awesome. Why aren't they favored by a touchdown? Now, I didn't think the Chiefs could lose outright, but. We had that one right as well. For the first time, we're including the Chiefs in one of our picks. They just have to beat the Bucs. I believe they will beat the Bucs. Kansas City minus one is the play. Patrick Mahomes, we've gone over it, is the greatest September quarterback in league history. The Chiefs have a little bit of get back in it 
in them for this game because the Bucs did beat them in the Super Bowl and the Chiefs blew that game last week. Tampa doesn't shouldn't feel like they blew that game last week. Tampa against Green Bay was lucky to be in the game at the end. Yeah. Additionally, Mahomes knows this might be the last time he ever plays Brady. In fact, unless both teams make the Super Bowl or unless Brady changes teams, this will be the last time he ever plays Brady. You don't play the NFC teams more than once every few years. This is going to be Mahomes' last shot at Brady unless both teams make the Super Bowl this year or Brady keeps playing longer. I don't think the Chiefs are going to have the kicking issues they had last week. I don't think the Chiefs are going to have the drop passes they had last week, the cowardly fourth down decisions they had last week. Tampa, on the other hand, I think is going to struggle. This game's going to be in October, though. Oh, that's a good point. Patrick Mahomes, the best September-rated quarterback. Okay, you know what? That's a fair point. I still like the Chiefs. You know what? You are correct, though. It will be in October. Well done, sir. The final <laughs> September game was Bengals-Dolphins. My apologies. Uh, that's a good point. I didn't realize it. It's the day before my birthday, actually. Um, I don't think Kansas City is going to have the cowardly fourth down issues that it had this past week. And I think Tampa even with the weapons back, is going to struggle to score 21 points. The Chiefs in Mahomes' career have lost twice ever when the defense allows less than 27 points. Oddly enough, both were to the Colts. One was last week. So can Tampa get to 27? I don't think so. The Chiefs won't lose a back-to-back a -back games where the defense plays well. I believe in Mahomes. I believe I actually do believe in Tampa as well. But we said before the year, the br most brutal part of Tampa's schedule was this opening month. They're dealing with even more injuries than we thought. It then softens up greatly. If you remember before the year, I said, if you gave me odds, I would bet Tampa under one and a half wins through four weeks. I love Tampa at under two wins through four weeks, knowing if they go two and two, it's a push. I don't think Tampa's going three and one in the first month. I don't think Brady's just right yet. I do think the Chiefs' offensive line bounces back. I like Kansas City minus one. All right, one more favorite. And I understand that underdogs are usually the sharper side of things. This one, however, I think it, it's going to fall into a few of my rules. Yeah, you're going to have to explain yourself a bit on this one. Well, okay. Las Vegas minus three at home against Denver. Yep. Okay. So There's any game that Russ was due, uh -huh. it's this one against the Raiders. Why? I mean, the Raiders are 0-3. They're just not good. Um, and then Russell Wilson, I feel mm -hmm. like given his history and with that one drive that he was himself, mm -hmm. I think that we're going to see a lot more of that in the Raiders game. Okay. Here's what I think. I don't think the Raiders are going to be 4-13. and 13, okay. And they got to start winning games at some point. Okay. They're at home. They're desperate. Denver, meanwhile maybe feeling a little better about itself than it should being two and one when they're not playing up to that level. Additionally, I said until proven otherwise, Nathaniel Hackett is a must fade against a good coach. Now I don't know that Josh McDaniels is a good coach and I wouldn't love Denver at minus three and a half. And in fact, I think right now you can get them in some spots at minus two and a half. If I wanted to try to juice my numbers a bit, I would have the producers have changed it, but we use the, the Fox bet lines. At the moment, the super contest locks, our lines lock. 
So we got locked in at three. I think the Raiders win this game. The Denver offense has been absolutely brutal. I think Devontae Adams has a bounce-back game after a couple quiet weeks, and I think the Raiders get to one and three. What's up? If the Raiders don't bounce back this week, what's the narrative moving forward? About the Raiders? or Yes, about the Raiders. Oh, that McDaniels is the wrong guy. Okay. I mean, Derek Carr will catch some of it, but they were a playoff team last year. A playoff team. But think about that. Henry Ruggs had the tragedy. Gruden had the horrifying emails. They had a. They oh had yeah, they got a bunch of a like bunch of stuff last stuff year, yeah, and they made that. the playoffs. Then they add Devontae Adams. They start Owen Owen four disaster. Additionally, the Raiders' biggest weakness for years has been they can't create a pass rush. Well, luckily Russell Wilson creates one of his own by <laughs> the way he handles himself in the pocket. He hurts his offensive line. I think the. I think the general public is going to love the Broncos on the money line and the Broncos plus the points. I like the Raiders at home laying the three points. Now to some dogs. First few weeks is the type of game I wouldn't have bet. And I'd say it's a stay away because you know why? I just don't want to watch it. That's no way to make money. The Bears play the Giants. You bet on Chicago every week. No, I don't. This is the first time I'm betting on Chicago. First time. I've bet against them. I bet against them in week one. It's always in your picks. Chicago has been involved. That in That's pick, fair. Because yeah. week one, let me see who they've played each week, and I'll explain it. So week one, I they were playing the Niners in the monsoon, and that one, I, I went with the Niners. Week two, my lock, I had Green Bay, and I went against them. So I've gone against Chicago every week, actually. Okay. It's not that I, and now, and then Betting. week three, I had Houston plus two and a half in a game that was stolen from me. Absolute theft that that one didn't cover. Chicago wins on a field goal at the gun after a terrible Davis Mills interception. This week, I'm going with the Bears. The Bears plus three against the Giants. Here's why. I know the Bears can run the ball. I know the Bears are not going to ask Justin Fields to throw the football because They're 2-1 and with him throwing 23 passes. The Giants are on a short week. The Giants just lost Sterling Shepard, you know, unfortunately for the season. Kenny Galladay has been a disaster. The Bears are just going to say, we're going to stop Saquon. Add to that. It's been two weeks since Daniel Jones fumbled. He's got one coming. That much you can guarantee. That's me revving, if you hear that background noise, this is me revving my engine to bet this game. (laughs) This is a just a vintage grab-the-points game. I'm getting Chicago. I'm getting a full field goal. They absolutely could win the game outright. Whoever wins this game, by the way, is going to be the most fraudulent 3-1 and one in recent memory. <laughs> I mean, these are two 2-1 two and one teams that are just awful. Yeah. But I'm getting the points. I don't think the Giants... I think the Giants fans are a little heartbroken from last week. I think the the MetLife is not going to exactly be rocking for them. I like fading Daniel Jones. I don't know that Daniel Jones deserves to be a full field goal favorite over just about anybody. Also, when it comes to the Giants, I understand everyone loves the story of the Giants, or they did love the story of the Giants. Let me remind you what the Giants have done this year. In week one, they play the Titans. It takes a last-minute drive plus a two-point conversion 
plus Randy Bullock missing a 45-yard field goal for them to win. Week two, they beat Carolina at home on a 56-yard field goal is the deciding play. That is despite the fact that they won the turnover battle two to nothing. They beat Carolina 19-16. And week three, they got beat by Cooper Rush in Dallas. So they're two and one, yet they've been outscored on the season. They've shown no ability to beat a team by any significant margin. Both of their wins have come down to kicks in the final minutes. Chicago plus three. And now my lock of the week. A team that is catching six and a half that I believe is going to win the game outright. And in fact, I even might have our first forget teaser, our first parlay of the week later in the show. Jacksonville plus six and a half at Philly. Jacksonville is one defensive lapse away from being three and up. Week two, they played the Colts, who are not good, but not horrific, and blanked them 24-0. Week three, they played the Chargers and kicked the out of them. Philly, meanwhile, absolutely has looked very impressive. However, they've only played one team I truly believe in, and that team was Minnesota, and it was on Monday night, which is Kirk Cousins' kryptonite. Week one, Philly played Detroit. Week three, Philly played Washington. Philly also, the last two weeks, has done something odd. Jumped out to huge leads and then done nothing. 24-7 was the halftime score against Minnesota. The final score, 24-7. 24-0 was the halftime score against Washington. Final score, 24-8. So Philly has scored. By the way, they all scored 24 points in the first half of week one, but they added 14 more. Philly has not been a great second half team. Jacksonville, I think, will win this game outright. I would be shocked if they get blown out. This line opened at seven, and I told you, Betty, with the back before you retired from betting, that betting Jacksonville plus seven was the move because it was going to move a bit towards Jacksonville. It did at six and a half. Trevor Lawrence is the real effing deal. I like Jalen. Jalen Hurts has played great. Trevor Lawrence is better than him. Jacksonville's defense with the number one pick of the draft, Walker, he has been outstanding. They have a totally revamped defense. Doug Peterson's been good. Trevor Lawrence has been outstanding. That last two weeks, they have won by a combined 52 points. Philly also is a very good team, but they are not a juggernaut despite their record. What's up? What's the... What's the what, do you have a? Are we good or no? Well, no, no, no. I didn't know if you were gonna have an issue with my fill with my pick here. I was no. reading your eyes. No, I like Philly. The I don't like them like um, on this line, but I like Philly. I think Philly's a good team, and I think right now, I laughed at people before the year that were saying the Eagles could be the one seed in the NFC. I was wrong. I think they will be the one seed in the NFC. Here's the other reason why I like Jacksonville here. Whether Philly will admit it or not, they know they don't need this game. Listen to what Philly has the rest of the way. I'll read you all their games. At Arizona, okay, a little tough. Home for Dallas. Home for Pittsburgh. At Houston. Home for Washington. At Indy, a little tough. Home for Green Bay, very tough. Home for Tennessee. At the Giants. At the Bears. At the Cowboys. Home for New Orleans. Home for the Giants. 
They have four semi, they have three semi, two semi tough games, the Packers game and the Jags game. Every other game they play one of the worst teams in the league. I like Jacksonville. I believe in Trevor Lawrence. It's my lock of the week. So there's my five picks. Minnesota minus two and a half. Kansas City minus one. Vegas minus three. Chicago plus three. And Jacksonville plus six and a half. We are going four and one at a minimum. We are getting the lock at a minimum. And five and oh could be on deck. If next week I come back here and we're two and three again, we got we to gotta start the process over. I think we got to switch seats at that point in the gambling show. Oh, oh, that's also, by the way, we're going to go through the rest of the slate quickly in the B block. In the C block, we'll give you our survivor pick, which is the one thing we've done well in the nation where 80% of people have lost their survivor picks already. We've given you three winners, and Demonze is going to pick his three favorite bets of the week, and we're going to start tracking that as well to see if at the end of the season he would have been profitable if he didn't retire from gambling. All that's coming up next. What's right? Warmer, sunnier days are approaching, so fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Factor will help you meet your wellness goals just in time for summer, thanks to a vast menu of chef-crafted, never-frozen meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. These fresh meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Variety? They have that. Factor has 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Working on wellness goals? Factor has you covered with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust. How do they taste? They're delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious, and delicious options. What about quality? Each Factor meal is restaurant quality with premium ingredients like filet mignon, blackened salmon, and shrimp. So start spending less time in the kitchen now because you don't have to shop, prep, cook, or clean up. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash nickwright50 and use code nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code nickwright50 at factormeals.com slash nickwright50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. All right, welcome back in. What's right, Nick Wright? Episode number 76, week four NFL gambling show. Just gave you our five picks. We'll give you the exotics and the survivor pick and everything uh, later in the show. But right now, we're going to go through the other 11 games on the slate and what category they're in. We're going to start with the stayaways. Demonze, what's the first one? Uh, New England at Green Bay. Green Bay favored by nine and a half. Yeah. This is a stay away for a number of reasons. One is the Patriots are pretending like Mac Jones might play. He's not going to play. Okay. Now, do I believe Green Bay has the ability to just kick the crap out of the Patriots? Of course I do. But I think the Patriots, if Hoyer's the quarterback, the game plan might be ball control, run the ball, punt fest, and I could see a scenario where this the, the Patriots never have a chance to win the game, but are also 
it's a 10 point game ish the whole way. And they, so it's a stay away because with Hoyer, I think there is a real possibility the Patriots play such a conservative ball control style that it's tough for the Packers to score the, if you're going to lay 10, you want to believe the team can get to at least 27. And I'm not certain the Patriots' style of play is going to allow that. I love the Packers are, if you have them left in your survivor contest, this is the week to use them. They're a no doubt winner, but it's a stay away from me. What's the next one? Oh, uh, we got Arizona at Carolina with Carolina favored by one. It's very strange. Why is that strange? Tell me. Just tell I'm, me. I, I, I could see how a lot of people aren't going to stay away from that. Why? What side do you like on it? Arizona. Arizona's been so bad, man. I get it, but... This is, to me, a stay away because Carolina's offense has looked absolutely abysmal. Baker's not been good. Arizona, it seems like everybody hates each other. I have no feel. I know what Carolina does well. They play good defense. I know what they don't do well. Everything on the offensive side of the ball. Sorry, Baker. Aside from Christian McCaffrey. Arizona, on the other hand, for like 15 minutes this season, looked super dynamic and exciting. And every other part of this season has looked absolutely blah and terrible. If I had to pick a side, it would be Carolina. But I, this is just, to me, a vintage stay away because you don't know any given week what you're going to get from either of these teams. All right, next. Go uh, ahead. Did you want to say something? Uh, no, no, no. It's fine. Okay, next. Jets at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's favored by three and a half. Yeah, so... I'm not laying more than a field goal with Mitch Trubisky. And I'm never, ever betting on either Joe Flacco or it's probably going to be Zach Wilson. By the time this comes out, people might know it's Zach Wilson. But Zach Wilson, is, Zach Wilson in his first game back is the reason we created stayaways. Because we have no, no, and that's not a knock on Zach, but you have no idea how healthy he actually is, right. what he's going to look like. So you can't bet the Jets. You can't bet the Jets getting, you know, less than four points. Uh, and I'm certainly not going to lay more than a field goal with, I might have said Jacoby Brissett, but I meant Mitch No, you say Brissett. Okay, I'm not laying more than a field goal with Mitch Trubisky. So that's a vintage stay away. All right, now the be careful. Be careful is the category where it seems like they're trying to bait you into one side. Go ahead. We got Miami at Cincinnati with Cincinnati favored by four points. Okay, this started off. When it was Cincinnati, it was Cincinnati minus two and a half. And now all the money has moved to Cincinnati minus, to, on the Cincinnati side, where it's Cincinnati minus four. This is a be careful because I, I do think Cincinnati's going to win, but I actually think Cincinnati has become too trendy of a pick. Right. I think everyone wants, uh, like, oh, I know they're, they're, everyone's saying what I think is true, which is I know Miami's three and oh, and Cincinnati's one and two. But I like Cincinnati in this spot. At four points, be careful. At two and a half, where it opened, love Cincinnati. Now you got to lay four. That with such a critical number to be crossing over that three. Dolphins are those boys, man. Well, and you love the Dolphins in this spot. I think they're going to be one of your picks. And by the way, we're talking about this now. Everyone will have no, known at this point what has happened, but we can still include it because we're doing it before the game. Four is too much, and I can't go with Miami because I think Cincinnati is going to win outright, 
So if I take Miami plus the points, like you, if you take an underdog that's less than a touchdown, you want to believe they can win the game outright. I don't think they will. And I think too much of the public is on Cincinnati, which is also the money line side I'm on. Just be careful. I wouldn't bet it. And thankfully, by the time you guys are hearing this, you will have not been able to take this advice because the game will have happened. Okay. So you will have either bet it or not. Next. Oh, uh, we got Atlanta at home versus Cleveland, and they are one and a half point underdogs. All right. No Atlanta one... is one and a half point underdogs. Yeah. Oh, okay. You got it right. You said oh, okay. It right. No, no, no. I thought I was. No, saying... you said exactly yeah. right. Uh, so here's the deal. Everyone in the world is going to take Cleveland. Cleveland should be three and up. They've been running all over everyone. Yeah, Nick Chubb. Are they going to be able to stop the run? Yeah, everybody's going to be on Cleveland. Yeah. Careful now. Got to be careful now, guys. Atlanta runs the ball exceptionally well. Cleveland is still starting Jacoby Brissett. The entire gambling public is going to be laying points on the road with Jacoby Brissett. I'd be shocked if Miles Garrett plays. He's in this terrible car accident. Cleveland is has looked awesome. There's going to be a game where Jacoby looks terrible. Atlanta, meanwhile, is feeling like, did we save our season with that win against Seattle? Are we alive? Be, I, now, do I feel good enough to bet Atlanta? I don't. But I think this is going to be a game where the Action Network tweets out 82% of the handles on Cleveland minus less than a field goal. Be very, very careful. Next. Uh, we got Baltimore at home versus Buffalo, and they are three-point underdogs. Yeah, Baltimore's three-point underdogs. Here's why I say be careful. People are going to look at what Tua did to the Baltimore secondary. Buffalo coming off that terrible loss. Buffalo is still on the top of everyone's power rankings, and they are going to be hammering the Bills. Everyone's going to be on the Bills. I actually do think the Bills are going to win this game. Wow. I, wait, why are you shocked by that? I mean, the overrated Bills versus your guy, Lamar, and the Ravens? Well, the Ravens' defense has been brutal. It's been simply brutal. And, I mean, they let Mac Jones throw for 300 yards. They, they Now they picked him off a bunch. The Ravens' defense against Buffalo scares me. But that three points, I don't know about it. And I know the whole world's going to be on Buffalo. And something just tells me, even though I like that somehow, and I know it's only a one or a two-point win, you know what I could see happening in this game? I'm not predicting this, but I want to put it out there in case it does. I could see this being a game that is decided on a failed two-point conversion by Baltimore. <laughs> and Buffalo wins but doesn't cover. They finally get their close win. I see a lot of... I know the whole world's going to be on Buffalo. I also would be on Buffalo. Something uneasy in my stomach about this game. Just be careful. And if you feel like you must bet a side, keep in mind... This will be one of the only times you ever get Baltimore at home getting a whole field goal. The, the smart money would be on Baltimore. I think the public's going to be on Buffalo. Be careful here. Next one. Uh, we got the, the, the Rams at San Francisco. San Francisco is favored by one and a half. 
Okay, the reason I say be careful is I think I can't imagine anyone betting San Francisco here. Yeah. The the Rams, after the week one hiccup, have looked good. They are laying less than a field goal. And they are going to be the super public side. However, last year's NFC Championship game notwithstanding, Kyle Shanahan has owned McVay. I think the Niners have an outstanding defense. But... They don't have Trent Williams, who's the best player on their team. So for all these reasons, the public is going to be on the Rams. History says it's the Niners. Is that left tackle still going to be injured? That's why I said the best player. Oh, okay. That's what I'm that. talking about. Trent Williams. Yeah. yeah, no, he's he's not going to be playing. All at least I don't think he's going to be playing as of recording of this. I don't wouldn't have it in me to bet on Jimmy G with no Trent Williams laying points against Aaron Donald. Definitely one of my picks. Which one? The Rams side of it? Yes. See, this is why you got to be careful. DeMonte says definitely one of his picks. This is what I'm talking about. The the the, the square better is going to be all over the Rams. I might create the be careful category based on I might just text, DeMonte's picks. text you <laughs> and text our group and see which side you love. All right, we'll very quickly go through perfectly priced. Go ahead. Uh, we got Washington at Dallas with Dallas favored by three points. Yeah, that's exactly what it should be. Okay. I mean, Dallas, and they're both mediocre teams, both with below-average quarterbacks. Dallas is at home. Dallas has a great defense. The, if I had to bet a side here, it would be Dallas purely because Carson Wentz has got sacked nine times by Philly. What's Demarcus Lawrence and Michael Parsons going to do? But Dallas is on a short week. That that line's exactly right. Next. Uh, Seattle at Detroit, and Detroit's favored by four. Yeah, I think I almost included Detroit in my picks. Okay. But then I thought about it, and I was like, okay. Detroit hadn't been favored in a game in years until a couple weeks ago. Now they're favored by more than a field goal. Feels a little rich. Geno hasn't played terribly this year. The Detroit defense is not great. I, I expect Detroit to win. I expect it to be a one-score game. You've got to give them. You can't call it a field goal game because you can't say Detroit and Seattle are the same quality team. They're not. Detroit's better. Price just right. Next. All right. Houston's five-point underdogs at home against the Chargers. Yeah, the reason I know this is perfectly priced is, well, I shouldn't say the reason I know it's perfectly priced. The Chargers should be seven and a half point favorites in this spot. Okay. But no Rashawn Slater, no Joey Bosa, banged up Justin Herbert. That's got to be worth about three points. And so they should be seven and a half or eight point favorites. Those injuries knock it down at least a field goal. Expect the Chargers to win. The Chargers are going to be a popular suicide pick this week if you don't have a Green Bay available to you. But I don't think you can favor the Chargers by a full touchdown with those guys missing. Okay. All right, next one. Uh, Indianapolis favored by three and a half points at home versus Tennessee. Okay. At two and a half, this would be in my picks. Okay. Three and a half, though, is just right. Indy's not going to beat anybody resoundingly right now. The offensive line hasn't been good. There might be a bit of an emotional letdown after the Chiefs. The Titans, on the other hand, stink. But I expect this to be a low-scoring, fast, running game-centric, three-point, four-point game, three-and-a-half points exactly right. So we got Dallas, Detroit, Houston, Indianapolis here. Should we just rename the perfectly priced to games that Nick does not want to watch? No. I mean, looking at these games, man. This week it happened, except, yeah. This week it happens. Except for what? 
<laughs> well, I'm interested in seeing how the Chargers look. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, interested yeah, in is... seeing how the Chargers look. And, you know, I have a lot of money riding on Indy being decent this year. Okay. So I'm a little interested in that as well. But this week, the perfect I think the, the perfectly priced games do coincide a bit with some of the Sneakers worst games of the week. That's fine. All right. Demonte's picks. My survivor pick. I've got a parlay for you this week. And Demonte's got an offer. We do all that and we wrap the show next. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back in What's Right, Nick Wright. Final segment, episode 76, week four gambling show. All right, so we already gave you our five picks of the week. I'm just going to reiterate them real quick. Minnesota minus two and a half in London against New Orleans. Kansas City minus one at Tampa. We don't yet know if that game's actually going to be at Tampa. We think it is. It could be moved to Minneapolis. But as of recording, it's still going to be at Tampa. Las Vegas minus three against Denver. Chicago getting three against the Giants. And Jacksonville getting six and a half against Philly. The lock of the week is Jacksonville getting six and a half at Philly. That is also going to be our first parlay. We are money line. So just to win. I already have put it in actually. A money line parlay. And this could be dead by the time people hear this. Put it in Monday evening. Jacksonville, money line. Cincinnati, money line. That pays. Let me see exactly what I got at that. Because I got Cincinnati at minus 190. Jacksonville at plus 220. That pays plus 485. Okay. So 100 bucks win 485 bucks or however you do it. That's our first parlay of the year. It will go on the ledger. I think Cincinnati, by the time you will have heard this, will have won. I think the last remaining undefeated team will be Philly. And I think by Sunday evening, there will be zero remaining undefeated teams. It is that That's the parlay, Cincinnati and Jacksonville. So that is our one exotic this week. We now also have to, I love that graphic. We now have to give you out our survivor pick. Week one survivor we gave you was Baltimore, a lie. Week two we gave you was Green Bay, a lie. Week three we gave you was Minnesota, a lie. This week, the survivor pick is the Chargers. Do I feel great about it? I don't. This is a week you really want to have Green Bay available to you. Chargers are on the road and they're banged up. Houston, on the other hand, I don't think is actually trying to win. I think the Chargers... Now, if, if for our purposes, that's locked in. Obviously, if Justin Herbert all of a sudden isn't playing, you can change it by Sunday morning. Right. But the Chargers are the pick. All right. Uh, is there... So what are we doing here, Demonte? How do you want to do it? What are, you, what, what are we doing next? Are we doing the exotics? Yeah. Right? So yeah. Let's, let's... You, get, you gave me a lesson last week in these teaser things. Yeah. Let's see if I got it right. Yeah. What do you think of me doing a three-teamer? Jackson plus 16 and a half points. Casey plus nine points. Yeah. And the Packers just to win. And at that line, 600 wins 500. Yeah, it's minus one. Minus 120, sorry. So 600 wins 500. What do you think about that? 
I mean, that's a really good teaser. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good teaser. I mean, you're not supposed to cross the zero on the Kansas City thing. But a three-team ten-pointer, oh boy! And you're here's the here's the problem with that one. I'm just gonna be honest. You're getting no teaser value on Jacksonville, not enough at least. Like it's it's a, the thing with ten-point teasers is they always look good because you get to move the lines ten points. But I get with Jacksonville, you'd love it even more if they were plus seven and a half. And so the 10 point teaser, it crosses all the way to plus 17 and a half. But the Packers just win the Chiefs to keep it within a score. Jacksonville not to get blown out. All right, you might have sold me on that one. I got to think about it and I got to see how the lines move. But I like that one a lot. Okay, so- That's a good teaser. That's a really good teaser. Do you know, before we get to the offer, do you know what your three picks are going to be yet? Yes. All right, What? Uh, listen, we have to add these to our ledger, and we'll keep the score. We'll add a Demonte score sheet to it. What are your three picks this week? Uh, so my three picks are, first of all, that I'm, I'm bopping off of you on one of them. Okay, that that's fine. I, I like the Minnesota versus New Orleans. Minnesota gotta, minus two and a half. I've got to go with that one. Yeah. Uh, my other one is Miami at Cincinnati. You're taking Miami plus the four. Yep. But I honestly want the original line what it was when I looked at it last week. No, you don't. It was it's more in your favor. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tripping. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that. And then the Rams. The Rams plus one and a half. Exactly. So DeMonte's three. Two picks. from the be careful. <laughs> two, um, yeah, two of them are the exact side I said, people, that the square better is going to want to bet. I'm there with them. And one is my pick. Yep. Okay. All right. The way this is going to work is. These are all, since DeMonte is retired from NFL betting, these are all $100 wagers. I am going to keep them in a ledger. And if DeMonte is profitable at the end of the year, I'm going to pay out what the profit would have been. So you're getting a total gambling free roll to learn that you would not be profitable. I'm also getting a free roll because I am not concerned at all (laughs) that you are long-term profitable. Okay, all right. What's the offer this week? All right, so last week you accepted an offer for me and you lost. Yeah, it was looking good though when the Chiefs, it was would the Giants be the last undefeated team? And that bet was very live. You were nervous, but yeah, I owe you $50, which is why we did double or nothing on something. Yeah, we did the double or nothing on uh the it was oh, it was the it was the Thursday night game. Yeah. I have yeah we did it on the so we we'll, yeah the, okay sweet same thing so we'll people have known what happened oh there's the fifty dollars look at the new graphic instead of holding the phone okay go ahead love it uh we're three weeks in and you've yet to have a winning week uh winning week on your picks but I think you're due to go on five uh I'm making a five game parlay fading all of your picks so this means uh kind of disappeared. So you're gonna have New Orleans Tampa Denver the Giants and Philly all to cover. all to cover exactly plus so. twenty five hundred. Yep. All right. I've got no, I'm not taking that offer. That's stupid. Take it off the screen. I have something more interesting. Okay. I will bet you a hundred bucks that I go five and zero oh before I go zero oh and five. Hmm. That's the offer to you. I, I don't want to take that either. You don't want to take it. No, I'll bet you two hundred dollars to one hundred dollars. 
I'll give you two to one that I go five and zero oh at some point before I go zero oh and five. I'm not going zero oh and five. If I go zero oh and five, I'm retiring the show. We just change the number. Change the show. All right, so yeah, I'll take it. That's a deal. <laughs> yeah, it's a deal. Okay, all right. That's the that's the deal. You're not going so if, oh and five, going twenty five to one, fading all my picks. That's stupid. Hey man, that's stupid. I and you don't even believe in it. Because notice the pattern. You liked. There's no pattern. I've never gone zero oh and five. I've gone two and three every week. I don't like these bad vibes from you. I'm also late for television. I've got to go. There's the gambling show, episode seventy six. What's right with Nick Wright?